ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the sports show where we talk and you listen. My name is Cullen Loxton. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Cullen underscore uh, Loxton. <laughs> Joined by uh, my buddy Von Lozon across from me. Von, uh, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. And for those of you who want to follow Von on the Twitter, his is Von underscore Lozon. Yeah. See how we uh, coordinated on that make it easy for the fans? We planned it. We, we planned it all along. So we got another good show for you today, mostly some football. We got the local college teams. We got the Lions finally back with the W. About time. Look at some baseball playoffs. Those are pretty exciting so far, as usual. And then we'll finish off, like usual, with our stud and dud. First off, to start it, I want to talk about a football game that was pretty enjoyable for uh, both both you and I, yeah. as Michigan fans, I would say. Yes. 78 to nothing over Rutgers in New Jersey Saturday night. It was a rainy game. I got off to a slow start. I think Michigan went three and out, both their first two possessions. Yep. And I thought, okay, hey, maybe maybe they might be in for a little bit of a fight here. After that, they blew the damn doors off the Scarlet Knights. I mean, 78 to nothing. I've never seen anything like that. You look at the yards. Michigan finished with 600. Rutgers finished with 39. <laughs> Michigan uh, held them to two first downs the whole game. What it reminded me of, Vaughn, is when you were younger and you were playing Madden against your little cousin. who You were like 12. He was like 5. He didn't know how to hold the controller, and you're trying to show him the buttons a little bit. He doesn't get it, and after a while, you just you just destroy him. You're yep. like, you know what? The family's watching. I got to embarrass my little cousin right now. That's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of a game of Madden. Well, what was it like for you watching the game, Vaughn? Uh, it, it was very enjoyable, to say the least, just because of all the hype. Uh, quote-unquote hype, I guess, that this game had mm-hmm. from, uh, from all the uh, banter that Rutgers had. In the summer, uh, we obviously saw the uh, the letter from the uh, the organization or whatever it was right. from uh, from Rutgers that that had a cryptid code in there that basically said um, uh, I don't know how to say it on here. What, F you. Ba- yeah, basically just F you, Jim Harbaugh. Get out of our uh, stop. Get the pipeline out of here. Stop taking all of our recruits. And didn't uh, it say we're gonna we're, we, uh, the war starts now? The, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they used the word war. It said that we're going to team up with the almighty, the Ohio State University and take you down. Who beat them 58 to nothing the week before. Yeah, they're really on your side. Yeah, it seems like it. So <laughs> I have never in my lifetime ever seen a beat down like this. Not any sport, any level, nope, any team. Not never. baseball, not basketball. Not not even like in anything. a high school Not sport. high school? No, not high school. Even okay. high school games are more competitive than this one was. I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I, I'm I'm just going to roll off some stats here because these are just mind-blowing. This, they are. First, I want to start with U of M. Um, now, in a game that <clears throat> ended 78 nothing, you think that there would be more than 119 passing yards, but there wasn't. They went 8 for 16. They completed 50% of their passes for 119 yards and two touchdowns. One of those was Wilton Spate in the first quarter to Amara Darbo, and the other one was John O'Korn l- way later in the game. The rush what about the touchdown passes? Yeah. The one, Chesson was the one who caught the pass, not Darbo. It was Chesson? Yeah, Chesson Doval laid out in the okay. end zone because that was his first catch of the My year. My bad. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Chris Evans on the rushing attack, he only carried the ball 11 times, but he had 153 rushing yards mm-hmm. with a long of 57. Mm-hmm. And that 57-yard rush, oh, my goodness. I, it was pretty, man. All, all these a tr- rushes. A true freshman. That kid is a beast. a true beast. freshman. You got him for at least two more seasons. And then we go to the other side. Jabril peppers he ran it three times i was expecting jabril to get the ball but i didn't expect him to do the things that he did he ran the ball three times ran for 74 yards one of them was for 63 yards the only reason he got caught is that he had to cut back in and that guy had the angle on him otherwise he was gone otherwise it's a touchdown 
Uh, and it would have been longer than 60. It would have been like 70-something yards. But he ended with 74. He had two touchdowns, which both touchdowns that he had were too easy. I, I don't understand how Rutgers – they left him one-on-one with a cornerback. Jabril's going to beat that guy every time. You had yep. re- receivers on the right side blocking the other two guys, the safety and the quarterback. Yep. It's just too easy. Mm-hmm. Ty Isaac nearly had 100 yards. He had 99 yards uh, rushing with two touchdowns. Karan Higdon had 108 and two touchdowns. Uh, even Bobby Henderson, of all people, mm-hmm. the backup fullback. His first a, career carry. Had a touchdown. Score. His first career carry. And it was a nice touchdown, too. It was. Khalid Hill, two touchdowns rushing, one receiving. He only had two carries. How incredible is this? And this is his first year at fullback, too. He moved from tight end to fullback. Yep. Now, it's, been, it's just been awesome. He's it, been the best fullback in the country. Yeah, now, now let's get to Rutgers real quick. Oh, man. It, parental advisory warning, because this right. is rough. It's ugly. Their starting QB, Chris Laviano, went one for eight for six <laughs> yards with a QBR of 1.2. Backup QB, Zach Allen, went one for ten for negative one yard with a QBR of 1.5. That's five total passing yards on 18 attempts. I don't. What do you make yeah, of that? I, I don't understand how. I, de- I don't know if it's just they're so bad or Michigan's so good. Or it's, if it's a little a, bit it's of both, in my opinion. I've just never seen anything like that. You think they get at least one 10-yard pass across the middle. Yeah. That's, it just shows the difference in talent and especially the difference in coaching. Michigan's coaching is far and away better than theirs, and they had them <sighs> schemed. Far. Schemed down to the bone. They couldn't move on them. They had no idea what they were doing. Anytime he went back, Charlton or Chris Wormley was right there to yep. take him down. Um, the rushing game, Michigan's D-line threw them around like rag dolls. Oh, yeah. It literally looked like a college team versus a high school team. It was sad. I've never seen beatdowns like that from a FBS for to an FCS school. They were talking much about less, that on ESPN, yeah, too. Yeah, that's yeah, much less a team that's in your own conference. Yeah. It just shows before um, we both we both uh, write and contribute to the Big House Report, a Michigan football website. We talked about this in the preseason with Derek on the one podcast. I remember they had that note coming out. We talked about on the show and Jim Harbaugh didn't have a response. I said his response is going to be on game day when he doesn't let off the gas. I remember that. And what it happened? Didn't Seven, happen. eight to nothing. He they he, they didn't show up. No, they didn't show up. He, no, that's that. They that was no his counter. That was his that. response. Just, yeah, just yeah. I mean, that's all you got to do. Yeah, as long as you prove it on the field, it, it doesn't matter if right. people are coding uh, stupid messages to uh to Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan. It doesn't matter. Right. The seventy-eight nothing score proved that. Right. Um. So go, going back to some of these these stats real quick, and we'll get into some other stuff here. I want to bring up. So their rushing yards. They had thirty-four. Total yards rushing on 36 carries. Three of them were in the negatives of yards, and one of them was their ba- uh, backup quarterback Zach Allen. He ran it 11 times. He had 11 carries. He had negative seven yards. Uh, what what does that go to show, Colin? Well, if the quarterback finishes with negative yards, usually he's getting sacked a lot. I remember yeah. Devin Gardner exactly. against State a few years ago. Yep. We finished with like negative, like negative four yards rushing because yeah. he got sacked every play. Yep. Their scheme was just far and away better than ours, and you saw Michigan doing that to Rutgers uh, on Saturday mm-hmm. night. It was just crazy to watch. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, um, It makes you excited as a Michigan fan because that defense is oh, really yeah. starting to find its gear. Now, I think the first couple games, it took them a little bit to learn Don Brown's scheme, but now they're locked and loaded, and I think it's even better than last year's defense under DJ Durkin. I totally agree with you. It, Moving Peppers only, to linebacker get was better the too. best thing they could have done. Moving Peppers to linebacker, best thing they could have done. Yep. And I think getting at linebacker is an upgrade over last year. And Mike McCray brings you that athleticism that you were missing last year at linebacker, yes. too. 
I think looking looking later in the season when they play Ohio State, they will not do the same things they did in Michigan last year, mostly because of that difference at linebacker. Mm-hmm. Michigan finally has athletic, athletic linebackers. Their D-line all came back, except for Willie Henry. But you got Monet back. You got Rashawn Gary there now. Um, it's just scary defense. And that secondary, Jordan Lewis's quarterback rating in the last three zero, games, 0. 0. 0.0. He's let up seven receiving yards total in three games, and he has one interception. Yep. And then Stribling on the other side has been great, too. Stribling has been really good. Delano Hill has been playing well, forced a big fumble. Yep. Uh, Devontae Thomas has been better. I don't see any weaknesses in this defense. I, is it the best defense in the country, Vaughn? Yes. I agree. I would say right now. Absolutely. I, I can't think of anyone. I know Alabama's up there. Ohio State's is good, too. Ohio State's is really good. I don't think good. they played really anyone that great. Yeah. I mean, Michigan's only played one good team, too. But True, true. Although Colorado, though. Colorado's pretty good. Colorado's a good team. They gave up they, 28 points to them, though. But In the second what? half, they lot, they held them to seven. That's true. So, yeah, one I, last stat, and I want to get into something else. They're receiving. They had one guy catch a ball. One guy, and that was in the first half. I saw a funny <laughs> he had tweet. Five yards who, on two who, catches. Who was the guy that Juwan Harris? <laughs> there was a funny tweet at halftime. It says Juwan Harris in the locker room, like guys, I can't do this all on my own. <laughs> I can't carry the I, team all by myself. Yeah, and it showed his stat: one catch team. for five yards or whatever. Yep. Two catches for five two yards. Two catches for five yards. Guys, I can't do it all on and my own. And one of them myself. was, and one of those catches was for six yards. So his other catch was a negative one reception. I just can't believe they didn't even get a first down until like three minutes left in the game. Like, how does how yeah. how do you not get one first down? And this is what I wanted to get into was when they got that first down, they panned over to the crowd, and they were very sarcastically clapping. And yeah, they were, yeah. One of the fans went over to a U of M fan, and they started embracing each other. I, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They hugged it out like, "Holy cow! You finally got a first down! Congratulations! We're brothers now. Yeah, we're bros. This is cool. You know, all the hate." From the summer, that's gone. Got the first down. Have you ever seen anything like that either? No. And then their band, I think it was part of like the little section, the top, the pep band, started playing yep. the Michigan Fight song. Yep. I've never seen a fan base just fold like that before. It's, it's embarrassing. like, okay, we it put up a fight. We, um, we tried to take on the big dog. You guys win. Now, uh, can you not make fun of us afterward? And can we all be friends now? Yeah. Let's all be BFFs now. It's and sad. that's their Rutgers band. Like, who told them to start playing the fight song? Like, all the com- all the uh, the commits or the uh, yeah the U of M fans. They the most have obviously practiced the, uh, it before. The if they recruits knew how to do that it. were visiting. Oh yeah, obviously. And that's the other thing. There was 200 recruits there for Rutgers. Their biggest uh, recruiting event of the year, and it's their worst loss in school history. You know how many that of those became- guys are going to commit there? None. Probably none. Maybe one because dude, I can play right away. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. Dude, I can literally start on this team right now as a junior in high school and probably be better. Yeah. But yeah, for Michigan, it couldn't have been a bigger win. And um, I think it really, really, it's really that big beat down we were waiting for to really validate how good this team is. It's a good time to walk into a bye week. That's yes, it sure. is. Moving on to the other Big Ten school in the state of Michigan, Michigan State. Sparty's days aren't looking as fortunate or as sunny as, uh, as, pretty sad. as uh, the Mason Blues are right Ooh. now. They lost again, this time to BYU, a lowly BYU team this year. In East Lansing, it's their third straight loss. First time since 2009 they lost three in a row. They're 0-2 in the Big Ten. They're 2-3 overall. Um, at quarterback, they just look horrible. Tyler O'Connor doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. They can't block. They can't run. Their defense ain't nearly as scary as it was before. And Mark D'Antonio looks lost for the first time in a long time. He just looks confused. He like, is. How is this happening? He was not expecting this. But, you know, that's what happens when you lose all your best players from the previous two years. Yeah, that's true. And I, I was expecting them to fall down. I didn't think they'd fall down this much this year. I thought Michigan would be the better team, 
but State just looks horrible. The fact they ranked from the top 10 at one point shows that Would no one knew anything. Off, like 12 or 12, 13? After the big win at Notre Dame, everyone thought they were legit. <laughs> Notre Dame went, went on to lose to Duke and now NC State. So uh, To be fair, Notre Dame's loss to NC State was in basically a hurricane. True. So but that was still, a, but, Do you watch that game? I saw highlights. Oh. But their loss to Duke was just bad. The loss to Duke was bad. I agree with that. Yeah. But, but yeah, State just well, – what's what's going on with them, Vaughn? I don't know, man. I I think a large part of it is the QB position. I think losing Connor Cook to the NFL really showed how big of uh, a factor he was in their games from the past five seasons. I mean, going back to his freshman year, he made a huge impact. I remember being at Kelly Short Stadium – watching CMU get trashed by Michigan State. And that was a very young Connor Cook quarterback back then. Yep. And he was just lighting up CMU's defense. Now, it's, yep. granted, CMU's defense back then wasn't very good. But the the fact remains the same. He still was destroying uh, the CMU de- And other defenses as well. He, I don't think he ever lost to Michigan. Is Connor that, Cook? Yeah. yeah, he didn't lose to yeah, Michigan. I, yeah, he never lost to U of Not M. as a starter. He beat Ohio State twice. One of them was his... Well, the one Sophomore, actually, junior actually the, year. the one win he didn't bless Tyler O'Connor's win actually. Well, yeah, he he still was able to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah, but he he, he, team. he never got the captain, but he was still a huge figure and a huge role model to a lot of those guys. Now that he's gone, it's really showing that Tyler O'Connor's not the guy for Michigan State at all. And I don't I don't know if Damian Terry is either. I mean, he's going to be gone after this season. Terry's not. He's not. O'Connor is. Terry will come back. But I have a, one of my close friends um, growing up. We see he's a big state slapping. Has season tickets, everything. He's telling me he wants the uh, the Brian Lewerke or Lewerke. He wants him to come up and start. Really? Like, apparently that's what that. Apparently that's the word out of East Lansing. Is everyone's been pulling for him now. They think he's the future. Either him or um, a name Michigan fans will know, Messiah DeWeaver, the true <laughs> freshman. But yep. they don't believe in O'Connor. They definitely don't believe in Terry because they think he's a one trick pony that all he can do is run. And they're and they're definitely right to pull the plug in this year and just prepare for the future. That's what I'm hearing, which is crazy to hear. I don't state think you can. I don't think like they that. can do that, though. I mean, I the think, season is still young, man. Yeah. I mean, but I think, at, but I think O'Connor definitely isn't even your best option for this year. Yeah. I think the best option is to go probably with Terry for now. Probably, maybe try to get another guy in there too, one of the younger guys. But O'Connor's horrible. Yeah, I think they can still bounce back and win some of these games because upcoming this this upcoming weekend they are home again and they play Northwestern, who is just a dumpster fire, and then they go to Maryland, who mm-hmm. got. Thwomped by Penn State last weekend. How did that happen? Because Maryland is not legit, and Penn State—they proved me wrong, know. man. It's so crazy that Michigan beat Penn State forty-nine to ten. Yeah, and then they'll take a loss against Michigan, and then they'll uh, they'll go to Illinois. Who's MSU. Also, yeah, yeah, they ain't beating Michigan this no, year. They're, State no. fans can get over that right now. That ain't happening. It's they're, not, they're, I, I I think Michigan will blow them out too. You think it's gonna be a blowout? I don't think it'll be a blowout just because it's on the road. And because Mich- tr- Michigan State always plays U of M so It's tough. true, but I think their confidence is just so gone this year. I mm-hmm. think, and I think Harbaugh is so mad from last year what happened. The fact that D'Antonio didn't shake his hand, <laughs> went over was yelling, where are the Michigan fans at? Yep. And Harbaugh, you know, he takes that crap personally. Oh, yeah. I think Harbaugh is just going to try to light them up, and he's going to let yep. the dogs loose. They will get— uh, It's going to be payback for the last few years. Yeah. So they'll lose to Ohio State, but then they're going to beat Rutgers because everyone's going to beat Rutgers. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then What are you Penn- thinking, 6-6 six and six at the end of regular season? I'm think yeah they'll make a bowl game, they will make a bowl Same. game. It's not gonna be a good one. It's not gonna be like last year's 
But uh, when they made the playoff, no, yeah. no, it's definitely not. <laughs> they could win the rest of no. their games this year. They ain't making the no, playoff. They'll, they'll go to the Idaho Potato Bowl or something like and that. Probably face Western and lose. <laughs> oh man, that would be that'd be hilarious. Yeah, just um, they've really fallen on the hard times now. I have predicted State to win two weeks in a row now, and they have let me down every time. So now I'm going to predict them to win. They're going to win next week. They're going to beat Northwestern. Is that a home or on the road? Um. That is home. Let's check real quick. That is see. that is at uh, Spartan Stadium. Let's see. Yes, it is at three thirty. Yep. I'm going Northwestern. You think? Th- I think they. I, I think Third they went at Mar- the they, they went, State's going to win. They went at Maryland, but they're going to lose. Um, lose to Northwestern, get killed by Michigan, beat Illinois, beat Rutgers, and lose to Ohio State, and Penn State, and go six and six. Okay, that's going to be the that's rest a fair of the prediction. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the protein in the state. Detroit Lions, yeah. you know, they were one and three coming in, lost three in a row after the heroic win against Indy to start the year. And they beat an undefeated Philadelphia Eagles team close. Took a last second Matt Prater field goal. Yep. Darius Slay balled out in the final two uh series. Really saved the game for the Lions. Two and three. What's what's going on, Vaughn? What's going on with them? Oh, this is just a lucky win. I don't think of this as a big win by any means. The Philadelphia Eagles, granted they were undefeated, but they didn't play that great of competition. And right. they they destroyed the Steelers, who are good, but that was without Le'Veon Bell. So them with Le'Veon Bell is a completely different team. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't think anything of this win, honestly. Matthew Stafford looked pretty good. He threw three touchdowns in the first half. He didn't do hardly anything in the second half, which goes to show that this is really a first half team. So if you well, sometimes it's the opposite. Look at the Green Bay game; they were a complete second half team. That's true. Going back the last few years, so it's they, either, they either start game. off great and then get conservative, or they start off horrible and then in the end they're like, "Hey, we're gonna lose. Let's, Let's get it going." Yeah. They can never put a full game together. When's the last time you ever seen their offense put a full four quarters together? Never, never. It's never happened. And it's frustrating. Yeah. It's crazy that they only scored three points in the second half and won. Yeah, really. So their defense really saved him that game. They sure did. Yeah, and especially Darius Slay. Did, oh my goodness. Did he did did he earn his contract now in he, your in your eyes after that? Just in that fourth quarter here in that contract. I mean, he was playing pretty well before that, but he, he forced he, the fumble that set up the field goal. Great. And he got the game ending interception off Carson oh, Wentz, which was first, his first his interception. Of his Before young that career. series, I was looking at my roommate. He's the biggest Lions fan ever. I said, he's, of course, once about to get his first interception. And I asked him, too, I was like, wait, when's the last time Slay has an interception? He said, not, not this year. And I looked at him. And we, and then this first play, throws it up, Slay. I'm yeah. like, there it is, man. He's like, dude, you call Go it. figure. Yeah, he's a great cornerback, though. I'm, I, I the really Lions like are Slay. lucky to have a guy like him. They are. Especially they are. locked down at time, for a long At times time. he does struggle, but I think when he's confident, dude, he can take on anybody. Yep. Because even before they hit a big knockdown pass on the third down against the Eagles, I think two drives before, forces the huge fumble on Ryan Matthews by mm-hmm. lowering the helmet in there. Yeah. And then just the game-winning interception, which he just showed his ball skills on that. I think he's definitely worthy of being the uh, seventh-highest-paid corner in the league. I would agree with that. I'm glad he wants to stay with the team. I'm glad. And after giving the money to Levy and him not playing in the last two years, I'm glad mm-hmm. one of our guys finally is uh, earning that big contract. Uh, it was also bad to see the rushing game once again because the mm-hmm. Eagles' rush defense, I mean, it's it's mediocre, I would say. Mediocre to average. Right. Uh, our biggest rush yards um, came from Theo Riddick, and he had 49 uh, run. Amir Abdullah it, it is suck. so needed in this offense. They, he is, and the O line still has to get better. What else is new? They put in Grant Zach Glasgow. Glenner. 
Right, right. They put in Graham Glasgow to replace Lakin Tomlinson, who has been terrible. That was such a bad pick. Yeah, horrible first round pick. Yeah, they Um, need another lineman and they need a running back. They brought in Justin Forsett yesterday. My roommate was informing me. They're probably going to sign him. They need to sign him. They need somebody. They have you have nobody. You have Theo Riddick and Zach Zenner right now. Yeah, Washington's even hurt now. Abdullah's hurt. Um, Zenner is still not 100%, and Riddick is more of a wide receiver than he is a running back. It's not looking good. Bringing Forsett, he, you need some kind of guy that can at least run the ball. He's been great last year at Baltimore. I yeah. don't know why they released him. Maybe he's getting a little long in the tooth or something. I don't know. He's he's better he's, than anyone we got currently, though. He's Yeah, that's And he'll that's be cheap. True. He will be cheap. It'll probably just be a one-year thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he's a guy they'll, that they'll probably have an option to sign him next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I think that that would be a pretty good uh, signing. But as I think far as it, everything else goes, I mean— the receivers didn't look very impressive, minus uh, Marvin Jones. I mean, he's he, good. He's been good all season. Tate had a big catch late. Tate had the catch. Yeah, they, that that led them to that field goal. They got to get him um, going. But I think the biggest thing is injuries right now. Gosh, Abdullah, Ebron's hurt now. Washington. Ziggy Anza. Ziggy, who should be, it was, I think, is returning this week. Hopefully he yeah. is good now. DeAndre Levy. Levy, who knows when he's coming back. Yeah. Um, uh, who else? On linebacker, they have guys playing that I've never even heard of before, like yeah. Kill Brewster and all these guys. I'm like, who are these guys? Do you pick them off off the streets or? Yeah, it was Thurston Armbrister. Thurston Armbrister. I, I remember like, he. I remember he totally that? whiffed on a big tackle on Ryan Matthews oh, yeah, in the game. Were, <laughs> I'm like, dude, they were crap talking him. The uh, analysts Cause he, were because he's horrible. I've never heard of him. Yeah. Your MVP on the defensive line right now is um, Hayden. I never knew before this Kerry season. Kerry Hyder. Kerry Hyder. See, I don't even, I don't even still don't know, know his name because I never heard of him before, but he's been fantastic. <laughs> he's been very good. You saw he didn't one, play you very the, good last week. You see that one screenplay that he sniffed out? Goes for the quarterback. He immediately lets off and then goes right to the left because he could see on the back of his head Darren Sproles leaking out, tracks Sproles down and takes him down. Yep. You you never see plays like that out of a 300-pound D tackle. Normally, they see the quarterback, they go right for him. He was smart enough to think, hey, the running back's leaking out behind my head. I'm going to go back and get him. Mm-hmm. Genius play, and he's been awesome. But they got to get these guys back and healthy if they want any chance to make in the playoffs. Because well, this team has no depth, but you have a decent starting lineup. Get it, those starters back. Who knows with a, a weak, with a weak NFC. Who, it really goes to show Ziggy Anza is one of the best defensive ends in the entire game, right up there with J.J. Watt and those kind of guys. Uh, the Lions not being able to play mm-hmm. him with that high ankle sprain was really going to show that they're not able to get to the quarterback. They're, right. re- they're really not able to get it. Ziggy, dude, the only guy. He, he was like one or two sacks away last season from breaking the Lions' single-season record for sacks. He was fantastic. He was amazing last season. Best pass rusher in the NFC. Really goes to show how huge he is Without to the defensive him, they don't line. get the quarterback at all. Did they have any sacks yesterday? Maybe one? Um, let's take a look. And that's because Carson Wentz probably ran right into it. I mean, it's bad. And on the other hand, you see Stafford go down three. a lot. They, they, they three those, those must have been real late I think it's all because Carson Wentz I mean, saw nothing on field. He immediately ran up and just ran right into I remember the, the Devin was like Taylor at the line one. of scrimmage. Yeah, I remember the Devin Taylor one because he had one. I think that was in the first half. But these other two must have been real late in the game. Ashawn Robinson had one. And Armonte Bryant had I mean, one. I that was another two. guy. That was another guy. Like, like, wait, first hider now this guy? Where are these, yeah. dude, where are these dudes coming from? Yeah, it's been a weird season so far. Um, They got the Rams this week. A chance to go three and three for some rack by some miraculous reason. I think they will too. You think they will? I think they'll win. I think they will. I think the Rams are like the Eagles. They haven't really played anybody. They're not as good as their record shows. They lost to the Bills last week. The they did. did. And then now they're three and two, correct? I think they are. Yeah, they're three and two. They were three and they one. They were three and one heading into that game. Don't know how. They lost Just by like eleven or box, twelve points. Take out Gurley and then make um, Case Keenum beat you, which he won't. He's not going to do that. They'll go three and three, and then the week after that, we got the Texans. Oh no, it's the Redskins at home. 
I think that's another win. I think you they think beat the, they Redskins, beat the Redskins, Redskins. I think they're about to be four and three. I don't, some th- I don't think they beat reason. the Redskins. They always beat the Redskins. Now they beat them like three times in a row. I think they got it. Agree to disagree. Okay, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. I don't think Washington's that good. Jordan Reed's a good tight end though. And tight ends do kill the Lions that's, recently. That's right. So I'm predicting. We're both predicting wins after this week, and the week yep. after that, we'll we'll see. We'll see. But we'll, three and three will yeah. take so far after a really bad start. We'll evaluate it again next week once they inevitably <clears throat> lose to the Rams. <clears throat> correct. Because correct. we're all picking them to win. Yeah. So they're obviously going to lose. Baseball really quick. We're running out of time. Yeah. Um, Blue Jays won. They they look good. Cleveland won. Cubs are up two to one. And then the and then the uh, Nationals and Dodgers are tied at one apiece. Who's going to be in the World Series and who wins right now? I think the Blue Jays get to the World Series. That was my AL prediction. Uh, if you remember that, our <coughs> baseball preview from last semester, yep. they were my AL prediction. Um, so I'm going to stick with the Blue Jays. I predicted I them too. I think the Indians pitching is very, very deep, but I think that the Blue Jays overall offense is just too much for them. Yeah. I think with Jose Bautista, with Edwin Encarnacion, with Josh Donaldson, Josh Donaldson, <laughs> the reigning AL MVP. Troy Tulowitzki. I mean, too low. Good Devin God. Travis has been really good. And that then you got the loaded. defense in the outfield. Loaded. It's just, it's too good. They're going to make it to the World Series. But Cleveland does have home field. Cleveland so has home field. Interesting factor. I don't we'll think see. that's going to matter, though. Who I comes, think. Who I comes out of the NL? The Cubs. There you go. I, th- I, think, the Cubs, I think the Cubs will. Um, this Dodgers Nationals is uh, neck and neck right now. They're going to start Kershaw tonight. The Dodgers are on uh, three days rest. So I don't know how well that's going to work out for them, especially with Kershaw's history in the postseason. Hasn't mm. been the greatest. Right. So I think that the Nationals will win that series just because of the pitching again. You got Max Scherzer. You got all those guys in the bullpen. Their bullpen is amazing. Mark Melanson was such a good trade in at the uh, at the trade deadline. Um, so I think the Nationals are going to win okay. that series, but the Cubs are going to win their next game, I believe. Um, uh, the Giants, they're, they're depleted, man. They're, they've been through so much crap since, right. since, the, uh, since the All-Star break. They were one of the worst teams in the regular season after the halfway point. They were one of the best before. Uh, I, I don't know what happened to them, but Bumgarner hasn't been good. But he was great in the uh, wild card game. Uh, he he gave up a, got a he, he gave up night. a dinger to Arietta. I love that. Goodness. I love that. That was the first time in his career that he's given up a home run to a pitcher. And remember, he was the guy. He's supposed to be the great hitting pitcher himself. Yep. And a lot of people, the Cubs fans that at the at the home run derby, were like Arietta can hit just as well as him. And yep. what does he do? Hits a home run off Baumgartner. It's amazing, man. Right off the bat, this team's special. Somehow they made a bad decision to put Chapman in the eighth inning last night, and that's what cost them the game. You do not. I, put, I never put, put in Hector Rondon. Rondon or even um, Travis Wood was still looking good. Yeah. Either one of those options is better. Keep Araldis for the ninth inning. But either way, I think they still got the series. He's too erratic. Even he, if they somehow lose this next game, come back to Wrigley, they'll win. They're they, they're the far better team than San Francisco. Yeah, definitely. So it's going to be – I think it's going to be Blue Jays-Cubs in the World Series. Um, I think the Cubs got it, man. I think the hey, Cubs, he's I, finally coming along. You I, hear that, I ladies think, and gentlemen? He's joining the bandwagon. I think the Cubs got it this season. It's going to happen for the first time since 1908. 08. Oh my goodness, just insane, insane. Yep. 98 what do you years got? of hell. AL NL. What do you oh, got? you know when I'm. I, you got I, Cubs in the NL. I had Cubs and Blue Jays in our pre in our preseason thing. Did you? 
Yeah, I did. I had the Blue Jays beating the Royals in the ALCS. Who knew the Royals would fall apart this year? Mostly due to injuries. But, yeah, yeah, I got the Cubs-Blue Jays, and, yeah, I got the Cubs winning. I've been on this train for a long, long time, and it's finally chugging along. You're the conductor of the train, I'm the conductor. John Madden is the the first mate. I don't think that's an actual train saying, but I'm going with it anyway. Joe Madden? Joe Madden. What did I just say? said John Madden. Oh, goodness. (laughs) It's been a long day. Boom, there's your sign. Joe (laughs) Madden. Joe Madden, you know, Chris Bryant, John Lester, Jake Arrieta, Rizzo. Good. That infield is just sick. It is. Javier, Javier Baez, Baez, Addison Russell, Addison Russell, Jason Hayward, uh, He's been Ben Sobris. Season though, he yeah. had a home run uh, the other day though. He did. He'll, and he's a great outfielder still. So he we'll is take a good. It. He yeah, he's good defense. This team is just loaded top to bottom. I don't know if I've ever seen a team more loaded than them. Chapman close in the ninth, and Kyle they Schwarber's injured still and, too, and, and they're getting Schwarber back next year, so they might be even better. This team is still really young, but yeah, this this is finally their year. It's I think they happen. got it. They went and lost last year. They're going to do it this year. They'll beat the Giants in um in six games. Six games. Six games. Yep. I think I, I will go five. Five. I'm wow. Go five think? games. Wow. I think the Cubs are just that good. Okay. I think the Blue Jays will get one at home. The Cubs sweep them the rest of the way. The Giants still do warn me, though, just because they still have that streak going on of every other year. So until they officially knock them dead, <laughs> I'll still be a little worried. Yeah. But I, I I don't see the Giants coming back and beating them. They got their no. first lead of the series last night in the eighth inning. So Cubs have really dominated them. It wasn't for the bad pitching mistake. Yep. I think they got it. Okay, moving on to stud and dud to wrap up real quick. Yep. Who do you got? My stud is Chris Bryant for hitting that uh, two-run home run in the ninth inning to extend the game to extra innings. MVP, which I also called before the preseason. Yep, you (laughs) predicted the MVP. I think he will get it in the National League. He's got it. I think he has to have it. I don't know who else you would give it to. Right. So his play is definitely going to lead them to that World Series. Inevitably, the dud is the Carolina Panthers. They lost last night on Monday Night Football. They're one and four right now. They lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 17 to 14 on a game-winning field goal by uh, Robert Aguayo. They are only the seventh team to go to the Super Bowl the previous season and start the next season going one and four. Um, I, I don't know if this is more because of Cam Newton's injury or if it's because they let Josh Norman walk on them. What do you think it is? It's a, it's a mixture of both. Their offense is lost, and that has nothing to do with Josh Norman. I think the offense there's injuries. They're not protecting Cam, and I think teams figured out their scheme from last year. Mm-hmm. That whole run, run, zone read offense and all that. Teams have figured it out, and they're just not the same team. And on defense, losing Josh Norman was a big hit. They have some other injuries going on. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I've never seen a team be so high, go to drop to so low in one offseason. It's off been season. bad. I feel sorry for them because I thought they were the Golden State Warriors of football. <laughs> I thought they're the next team. They're one for sure this year. They're horrible. It's not looking good, man. They are horrible. Who okay. is your stud and who is your dud? I'm actually going to start with my dud, and my okay. dud is Jim Delaney, the Big Ten commissioner. I oh think boy. you know why. Yeah. For allowing this crap team, Rutgers, to join the conference in the first place when he knew they could not compete in this conference. Hell, they could barely compete in the Big East, which is garbage. Uh, the only reason he did it was to expand to the East Coast, which has helped out Michigan recruiting. You know, they got Peppers, Rashawn Gary, Kareem Walker, some other guys. All of them. But in terms of actual on the field, game and like um and talent just watching everything it's just pathetic it's an embarrassment to the conference should have never allowed to happen i think maryland is almost the same way in football they're just not that good good basketball team good basketball and Rutgers is just as bad in basketball too which is really why the move just didn't make sense yep going to my stud one in a positive note here darius big play slay hey. the boy my boy earning that big contract loved him on a mississippi state He's just such a cool guy on and off the field. Um, I love the finger wagon thing. I just love it. He's he's confident all the time. He's fast, 
physical, and he really willed his team to victory when they needed it. He's so, fun to watch, man. Big play, Slay, with all the, with um, Levy and, and Ziggy Hurt stepped up, and you're the man, Slay. That's all we got for. That's all we got today for the Sportsman Like Conduct. Thanks for listening, Vaughn and I. Have a good day.